Hi, I'm Stage and Stages Lynn Manuel Miranda, and you're listening to the Hamilcast. Boots and cuts and boots and cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Hamilcast. It is Jillian. I am joined by Mike. And Mike. And Mikey. And Mikey. And we are wrapping up Lintoberfest with the Lynn B-Sides. That's right. We're and also joined by a beagle named Carter, who we happen to be dog-sitting right now. We just happen to be doing he that. He doesn't bark, but he snorts. That's him snorting. Just <laughs> it's him just breathing heavily. Yeah. So first things first. I will probably never get over that new intro. It's pretty legit. I'm pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. That's really all there is to say. Yep. I'm just excited that it's a thing. One would almost mistake you for the official Hamilton podcast. Well, you know. Oh, wait. Many cast members say that you I've are. I've been called a lot worse for a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but I'm interested. I'm, I'm curious because you said, and Mikey, mm-hmm. you don't love being called Mikey. You know, we, we've... We've sort of uh, expounded on it a lot lately, and and Mikey just makes the most lyrical sense. If we were doing a uh, our version of Spamel Spamelton, I was I almost said Spamelot. Spamelot. If we almost if we ever did our version of Spamelton, and Mikey would be the line that we chose because it's the closest thing to the line. All right. So well, I'm happy to have it. you in any any capacity, whether you are and and Mikey and Peggy or just Mike. You know, Mike. Thanks. My right hand man for Lintoberfest. Mm-hmm. And life. And life. As Less they, importantly, life. <laughs> as they say in Friday Night Lights, I appreciate that. First for Lintoberfest and then for life. Right. Well, life came first and then Lintoberfest sort of. Mm-hmm. I'm also tall. You never say that I'm tall. You I are am. tall. It's true. He's so nice and so tall. <laughs> <laughs> It's very, very true. So, um, and I just want to thank all of the new listeners that I have, which is amazing. And thank you very much, Lynn, for being so uh, wonderful and generous in, in the tweets. So welcome. And thank you to all of the listeners who have been here either this whole journey or the, the pre-Lintoberfest listeners, post-Lintoberfest listeners. If you find this in five years, welcome. Mm-hmm. Really psyched to have you. I'm just really overwhelmed by the feedback. And this has just been the freaking best. I'm super grateful. I love this. I love October because, as you know, my favorite month is December. And October is sort of, it means to me, like, all right, we're getting there. Mm -hmm. So in New York, it's been very hot this October. But Lintoberfest has has made it, has made this very summery October worth it In, in a lot of ways. It's very, very fun. And I've been loving it a lot and i also cannot believe the response to the ending of the first episode of lintoberfest lintoberfest part one when lynn says can we take a bathroom break and then i use the take a break from the mixtape i can't believe that jefferson's not the guy who killed him right they fucking hated each other and i have to figure that out as a dramatist so i have to make it a contrast in temperament yeah and because hamilton and burr circle each other much more you know jefferson doesn't show up till act two right um he was kind of gone when hamilton was making an impression in the colonies and so um that's that's the play that's the move that's how you you make for maximum drama you make a difference of temperament and um it's a lot of fun oh my god (laughs) can we take a bathroom break that's a great idea I concur. Set, 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 set
Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that until just now because I'm used to you using that as a transition. Well, that's the thing. I didn't think it was that big of a deal because whenever I split up two parts, for the most part, or at least in the beginning, you know, I when I first started, it just made sense. Like, okay, we're going to take a break and split <laughs> up the episodes into two parts. And so I just used that again. And in my, I, when I, it, during the edit, I was like, hmm, I did a little like, huh, that's, yeah. that's you know. But I did not think people were going to think it was... I don't know. I just got a lot of feedback about that. So you're welcome. Yeah. Also, people have asked me on the Twitter and in the emails, am I now going to stop the podcast now that Lin-Manuel Miranda was on? How many times have you gotten that question? A lot. The answer is absolutely not. I that uh, no, that I am just getting started. You know, how I know that answer because I listened to your interview on raise your hand and say yes. Oh. When you say that exact thing. Yeah. Tiffany Hahn. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. You guys should check her out. She has this also podcast. I live with you and I'm your husband. But right. You know. Of course. Um, and I told the story on this podcast that I'll tell on my own podcast. Someone actually tried to, who is not a listener because he clearly doesn't know what this whole podcast is all about, but he tried to like mansplain my own podcast to me and just said, well, you should, I mean, there's nowhere else to go. I mean, you you got you got him. So I was like, you don't know anything about anything. Don't mansplain my own podcast to me. So you guys, no, I'm not stopping anytime soon. I'm just getting started. So just put that thought right out of your head. The Lexiing list is is not complete for one thing, and even like, when not it even is, close. there will be a whole new list. Yeah, every I haven't talked to anyone in the tour except for Michael Owaye. Before he left. Yeah, before he left. I haven't spoken to anyone in Chicago except for Greg Trico before, before he left. left. Uh, there's a London cast coming. This thing is not going anywhere. So as long as Hamilton is here, I'm going to be here. How about that? I'm they're saying that. They're sending you those advanced uh, scenes from the movie? They're sending me, yeah. they're not yeah. talking about? Lynn gave, that's, that's the thing. Welcome, welcome to the B-sides. Where Lynn gave me the key to the Gringotts <laughs> uh, safe that. I'm kidding. In case you can't get my tone. I'm just kidding. There's no, no oh my God. footage. Well, there is, but it's in Gringotts. Okay, these are the B-sides, the Lynn B-sides, as we're calling them, but they were your idea. So in case people are just joining, if they haven't listened to Lynn Toberfest part one, two, and three, mm-hmm. please tell the listeners what they can expect. These are little out-of-context gems that we couldn't let go unheard. They couldn't just end up on the cutting room floor. Mm -hmm. Most of them involve some sort of context or explanation, which is what we're here for. Um, But they're just little, like, candid moments with us and Lynn hanging out. Some of them were part of the interview and just would have been cut. Some of them was was actually during the break when the mic was on or or just before Jillian shut everything down after the interview. It's all stuff that that would have made it into the interview if we'd said it during the interview. So there's there's nothing that, like, Lynn would be like, why why did you include that? It's just like fun little moments that we wanted you guys to hear. Right. So Lynn, if you're listening, hopefully you're still a subscriber and you're still <laughs> listening. But it nothing it was one of those things where like if we would take a bathroom break, I would not stop recording because if you are a listener of this podcast, 
at all, you know that I'm like scared of tech issues because they happen all the time. So bathroom breaks can be really quick. And I didn't want to, you know, stop recording. And then me just because I, I wanted to like, you know, be sort of obsessive to make sure that it was actually recording if Lynn would come back from the bathroom or we would come back from the bathroom or be in mid conversation which is something that that I actually kept in that video game conversation that we will get to in these b-sides half of it happened when you were in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and you can hear the door close yeah so it was things like that where I'm like I'm not going to stop and then start the recording again and then Lynn can be talking about some awesome thing and being like can I get a sound check real quick or can I just make sure or whatever and your recorder has tons of memory because it's an awesome recorder thanks to the Patreon peeps thanks to the Patreon peeps but also fun fact um, the battery died halfway through Mm -hmm. so there is one point and I don't remember what it is but there was one point where it was like a perfect end like period at the end of a sentence where nobody was talking over each other and it was just like end and so I just like had my hand up. Do you remember that? Where I was like, you guys. I don't. I blacked out. Because it. Oh, yeah. Well, I remembered it because. It barely feels like it happened at all. Oh, yeah. It feels like I'm telling somebody else a story that somebody else told me. Yep. That happened to them and I'm just recounting it. But yeah. So I saw and I, I refilled the batteries that morning. Mm-hmm. Fresh batteries. And of course they died. And so it was like blinking at me and I was like, I can't, I just, so I I had a lot going on. So because of that, I was like, I'm not going to stop the recording. But Lynn, if you're listening, there there was no like secret, (laughs) like it wasn't a shady, weird thing. It was all during the bathroom breaks, which I think is awesome and very telling that we all sort of forgot we were recording a podcast. Totally. And even in the moment, like no one had their mics up to their faces. It was just very, like we were just hanging out and we happened to be. Jillian's a real stickler about mic proximity to your face. Well, as the editor, yeah, it cannot be very fun. Um, so before we dive into it, I just want to say hispanicfederation.org slash donate. Did you see what Lynn posted the other day? That he had 100,000 plus unique donations. $14 million. Small donations. Yeah. You guys, come on. Let's keep doing what we're doing. This is awesome. I love that it's small donations. Yeah. Me too. Keep them coming. Yeah. It makes it feel, it makes it, it just proves like really every dollar and every cent counts. Light and dark places. That's you guys. That's right. Once again. Okay. And lastly, before we get started, if you're a new listener, a whole, the whole energy of this podcast is going to just be a little bit lower than <laughs> Lintoberfest. It's like Mike and I hanging out in our apartment. I'm not screeching into the microphone. It's just us. It's more of like a reflective kind of vibe it's gonna sound very different i think to the to the new listeners appropriately so i yeah if you and i were sitting in our apartment with the beagle that's asleep that we're dog sitting for Mm -hmm. and we're like hey so what's going on i know it would just be a little yeah but don't be fooled there is still no chill here this is more of like the shock yeah i'm excited to hear them as we talk about them oh yeah no i'll I'll play them them for you Yeah, yeah yeah okay so what should we start with should we tell the story of tonight the Come story on. of tonight. The story of that day. No, that doesn't sound as good. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it was straight up the middle of the day. It was the middle of the day. We got here one. Can we tell the story of what happened as Lynn was coming up the stairs? Oh, yeah. So we have this, uh, I think it's called AccuRadio. It's one of those music channels on our Roku TV. And Jillian just put on a Beastie Boys album, which obviously, that's the cat's out of the bag on that one. Right. But... No, it was the YouTube. It was the Beastie Boys Vivo channel on YouTube. Okay. It was like it their official Radio. channel. Yeah. Okay. But it was a channel by which we were listening to the Beastie Boys. And we had Ill Communication on. No, we had Paul's Boutique Paul's on. Paul's Boutique on. Yeah. 
correction. <laughs> and it was Paul's Boutique is like a perfect album of hip hop, but they have one song that inexplicably is like a hoedown and it's called five piece chicken dinner Mm -hmm. and jill and i were were bustling around i was getting the drink ready we're like all like little last minute things you could say i was pacing you can you can well you you can tell them i think you were you weren't making yourself useful you were literally just pacing around i was doing the drink i feel like you were probably grabbing equipment and stuff like that yeah i was probably moving things unnecessarily like yeah should that pillow go there no why don't i just put it where it lives yeah whatever so lynn buzzes we let him up of course and then that song is what was playing as he walked in. And he didn't even, it didn't even register. We were like, this is weird that you're walking into a hoedown song right now, but it's really just, we thought we'd put on the Beastie Boys right now. And he was like, wait, what? Like he, at first, he had no idea. We were because guess about. what? I just checked the track listing as you were explaining this. It's 23 seconds long. It's really like such a little interlude. And that is the 23 seconds where yeah. he walked in the door. So it was like, he was coming up the stairs and I was like, well, I'm not going to be distracted. Like, oh, and then there was that weird moment where I was like, should I answer the door? Should you answer the door? There was that weirdness, that unnecessary weirdness that I was like, who should answer the door? And you were like, I'm right here. So yeah. me, you weirdo. Yeah. And he's, I mean, it's, it's your show. Like, like if, if, if you answered the door and he said hello to you first, I would have been standing there like an idiot for far too long. Instead, I opened the door and went, Hey Lynn, I'm Mike. This is Jillian. And then I got the hell out of the way. Right. So to me, it made more sense that way. Yeah. And even as you, cause he buzzed. That's and kind I, of my whole philosophy on your show is to interject occasionally and get the hell out of the way. <laughs> That's my strategy. You do it so well. Thank you. Well, thank you. Hank Kingsley over here. Oh, man. Hey, now. Hey, now. Yeah. Well, I remember the look you gave me where you were like, what? Why did you just ask me that? And then I remember thinking, I, that was a really dumb question. Because I, I was I physically in front of you at the Yeah, door. what was I going to do? And you guys, if you haven't been over, which is most of you, um, it's a really small little doorway that we have. It gets really crowded there. So, like, why would I? I've, there's a, a painting that Jillian made. Uh, when she was a teenager, and I often knock it over on my way out with our empty Blue Apron box. It's a really bad place for it. It pops right off. I know. Good thing it's canvas. Anyway. <laughs> so speaking of the BC Boys, so this is the full rap, or as much as I was recording it, because mm-hmm. it was in the little trailer, and it was how the first episode starts. There's more video of it from my phone than, than mm-hmm. is in the trailer. Yeah, so here's the full get-it-together rap, and then... We'll come back in a minute to tell you to sort of give more context. Now, I'm at rock, can I shot, can I take, can I talk, can I can't stop with the body rocks? Jump stocks, mass box. From the M to the C to the A, it is a must. That's a MCA. And my mom's is not butt. Miss, I get funky and I'm shooting all my dism like John Holmes X rated. What? Nobody's getting any bigger than this. Get it together. I love this song. This was eighth grade. This like defines eighth grade for me. Mm. Phone is ringing. Oh, oh my, my god. god. I did see what's happening earlier. I know. I'm sorry. Ed rocks down with the Ioni Sky. Okay, so after that little Ioni Sky shout out, because um, I really was trying to sound check at this point. My mic goes out. I had to reset 
my mic. So that's why I'm cutting this out because it's useless. You can't hear me. Mm -hmm. But then I go in on this whole thing about how Ioni Sky also dated Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And she was like the one who got away for him. And he was like, oh, wow, I know I knew nothing about that. And then, of course, because I'm crazy, I was like, she's also in the movie Zodiac. Mm-hmm. See what's happening. Oh, it's my favorite movie. That's a great movie. See, it's my favorite movie. I think it's pretty perfect. You're gonna die when Mindhunter comes out. You're gonna just like straight up die. With I'm. Broth. I. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Basically. <laughs> because like I'm gonna watch it because Groff's my friend and I love him. But like sure. I'm gonna cover my eyes all during all the scary parts. Sure. But you're just gonna like. Well, the thing is, I'm like I'm also super cringy when I watch things like I, if whenever there's an animal I'm like are they gonna kill the animal like yeah. it's I, I'm it, the same way I immediately get animals often have low shelf lives on I, shows. and so if you watch things sometimes I'm like is the dog okay and you're like it's yeah. fine and I'm like is it because sometimes you think it's fine I haven't watched Mindhunter yet because I've been editing I have <laughs> you have no. no you would know if I had we have really one TV that's true <laughs> <laughs> And a couple of tablets and some computers. Yeah, you would t- never watch. Totally bought it. You though. would never watch a tr- a crime a crimey show with Groff Sauce without me. No way. No, and I couldn't. I couldn't really watch any show without you noticing. That's that's <laughs> true. You'd really have to go to pretty great lengths. I'm just saying to hide that from me. So, at what point were you more focused on the sound check than you were on talking about? late 90s celebrity <laughs> trivia i know and my well there's always it's always zodiac o'clock but early 90s i guess early to mid 94 i think ill communication came out yeah but not we were, even late 90s. paul's boutique which was earlier than that paul's boutique was 89 uh, but, but now we were get listening it together that. is from ill communication you're absolutely right yep so like about now that was not a scripted exchange everybody because that was a good question because the next thing in the timeline is me like trying to get the boys to focus yeah. on the soundtrack. You were you were like plugging things in and stuff while as you were singing along but then you were just like right. All right. But I was just enjoying, you know, this was my it was like karaoke day with with Lynn. I was just having Miranda. a nice having a nice little sing for myself. Right. And that's why the audio like you guys aren't holding mics. Like that's why the audio sounds the way it sounds mm-hmm. because it's just ambient noise from all the from three mics laying on the floor. Yeah. Basically. Um but Lynn's mic was actually in front of him on the table. And he was just, as you hear him, like eating popcorn and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I got a little like fake sassy with him, that's what this is. When I'm like, everyone needs to focus, you guys. It was a crazy thing. Can we all do a test real quick with my yeah. super fancy Never, headphones? Never, ever, ever fucking whack. I hate to say this, Lynn, but can you focus, please, and give me a test? <laughs> Watch it. Is Don't that know, how? Is it. that how you're gonna? Together, do you want to just lay it like there? Like my bell, I got the ill communication. My, my bell, I got the ill communication. My bell, I got the ill communication. That <laughs> word them up, word word them up. Maybe the best four bars of hip hop music ever. Just Q going. Uh, ah, <laughs> I uh, think uh, I'm gonna watch uh. a 10 second video of that because that's. Just... Can you give me a, a test, please? Yes. Hello. That was a nice warm-up song. That sounds great. Check yourself. Hello, 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 hello. Check yourself before you what? Wreck Wreck yourself. Oh, no. What's next? Was this you when you were angsty in eighth grade and angry and just had to get it out? I can't stand it. (laughs) I know you planned it. I'm going to set it straight this water gate. A friend of mine was on the wrestling team in high school, and he had to listen to this before every every match. I get it. (laughs) Honestly, I get it. He had to. It was just like, it's just a thing that he had to do. 
can't stand it. I know you're blind. I'm going to set it straight. This water gate. Can't Beastie Boys in three-part harmony. Like it's like you've never heard it before. Wait, so crystal clear. So <laughs> Barbershop Beastie Boys. Barbershop Beastie Boys. Mm. You guys were doing it. Uh, all right, we're going to turn it off. All right. And that Watch It, by the way, is part of <laughs> the song, Get It Together. Watch it. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't Lynn saying like, hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> and it, me saying it simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the two of you yelling <laughs> That would have been so serendipitous. I know. Already completing each other's sentences. (laughs) (laughs) And then you saying, ooh, what's next? That was because you knew that sabotage was coming next. Because you're like, ooh, what's next? And then sabotage comes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you weren't being like, oh, like, what's next? Like, what other thing are you going to say? Because you can see it, like, on the screen. Can it be misconstrued for that? I'm not not sure. It's all odd. It's weird when you lived it and then people are only hearing audio, you know? We can... Can our B-Sides episode have B-Sides? Oh, boy. Because we're already saying some cuttable thing. <laughs> and then we can have B-Sides for the B-Sides, B-Sides. I have like two hours to edit this thing before it has to go. Yep. This so. this Lynn episode will turn into a Russian doll situation. Oh, boy. We really should follow up on that Barbershop Beastie Boys thing, though. Mm-hmm. Barbershop Beastie Boys. <laughs> I'm down. Hey, Lynn, if you have any spare time. I actually, not for nothing, I actually think between the three of us, we're three different vocal ranges. Because Lynn can sing more tenor than me, mm-hmm. and you're the soprano alto. Uh-huh. Granted, the Beastie Boys don't sing, mm-hmm. so that that would be the challenge. It's getting those arrangements written. Lack, lack, lack where you at? <laughs> lack. Like you got plenty of time on your hands. Lack, come on the show anytime. You're hanging around London. All right, so now we're actually like into episode one. He can't write us some barbershop Beastie Boys arrangements from his hotel I think he can Lack really honestly it's really it's rude is what it is <laughs> not gonna let this go now you're just you're putting up the show in London with the creative team it's really it's just rude that you're not writing <laughs> barbershop Beastie Boys I arrangements I <laughs> can't stand it I know you planned it <laughs> oh boy all right, now that was all um, before the episode even started. Good thing the mics were working. That's why I was—I didn't turn them off. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Okay, so the first thing that I get a lot of comments about, mm-hmm. the moment where I basically cried at him or tried not to cry at him. Right away. Right. <laughs> yes, uh, immediately. Yeah. No, I was. I think I, I held it together pretty well, but I, it was kind of amazing to be sitting here and to have him sitting here and to be here doing this and how it all came to be. And I'm not going to tell the story again. We told it on episode one. So you guys, if you want to hear it again, feel free to go back. Um, but the whole thing, like after he had he had sent the uh, initial direct message, like as I was sort of waiting for, okay, can I follow up yet? And it was in late August and he he wrote that tweet, don't wait on anyone to make your favorite thing, make your own favorite thing. Mm. And it just really, it's something that I really wanted to say to him and it was really important to me that he knew that I felt that way and I just couldn't help it. And I got really emotional, but he is such a professional and so nice and so lovely that he like didn't let me fall apart. The tweet really that resonated with me the most was, Good morning. Don't wait on anyone to make your favorite thing. Make your own favorite thing go. Um, And that's what I did with this podcast. So you're you made the thing that was my favorite thing. And then I made the thing that is my favorite thing to do all the time. And here we are. And here we are. And that's and, and that's how it's supposed to work. Right. Ladies and gentlemen listening at home. But it was a really great 
lovely moment and I'm very grateful for it. And it was really nice. And I felt you smiling as it was happening. This was a perfect example of me getting the hell out of the way again, which is fast becoming a theme. What if you were like, I really like that tweet too, Lynn. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, Lynn. I make things too. Hey, Lynn. Over here. I make favorite things of mine. (laughs) Which is true. It is true, but it would have been totally inappropriate for me to say that, (laughs) especially in that way. (laughs) Did you feel that the episode flew? I sure did. Or like just that the time was flying? Yeah. The episode flew too when I listened to it, but yeah. the I just didn't really know how much time we had. I didn't know if suddenly there was going to be like, oh, all right, so in five minutes I actually have to go. Like that's why I think well, it would be impossible for the energy to not be yeah, and then through we, the roof. But we we witnessed him hang out, which you know I I'm sure he wasn't going to commit to that because he didn't know if this was going to be fun. He didn't know. Right. He didn't know if he'd leave this place alive, (laughs) especially with all that Zodiac talk 10 minutes into (laughs) being here. He certainly didn't know to what extent we would hit it off. That's true. And so when we did, he was suddenly like, oh, wow, you know, I don't necessarily need to get in the car just yet or call the car service or whatever he did. Right. He did give us a time. He was like, I Mm. should, I should leave by like four. Uh And he left closer to five 30. Was it that late? Yeah, it was wow. like 5.15, I think. Well, there you go. So yes, it, it really, really flew by. There was always something to talk about. The only time we weren't talking was when he was checking his phone while we were like taking turns going to the bathroom. But he didn't even have his phone on him. He you charged, he, It was charging no, the corner. That's why he only asked for it yeah. when we were going to the bathroom. Yeah, we, we caused one of those infamous... Social media blackouts. I know. But then, you know, the bathroom break happened and it was like... <laughs> Again, people love the timing of it. But mm-hmm. there are things that happen in this break mm-hmm. that is like perfect B-side material. So after, during the like, in, in between episode one and episode two, basically, when I was still recording because bathroom break, like I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to break everything down. But um, so I two big things. First, I have this Hercules Mulligan candle that I posted on social media a couple months ago that I freaking love. One of the Patreon peeps, Brooke, sent it to me, and it's from Thanks, Enthu- Brooke. Thanks, Brooke. And it's from Enthusiastic Candle Company, and I freaking love it. Mm-hmm. And it's I want everything I own to smell like it. It's the greatest. Yeah, it is. And I it- I really really love smells that include that fresh linen, fresh cotton smell, yeah. whatever it is. But it's it's not like the Glade fresh linen. No, but it's- it it had elements of that. But it was it was still more complex. Right. The Hercules Mulligan candle is linen, but it does have a musky smell. I love. I wear the yeah. my Egyptian musk. I love it. Um, but during the break, I wanted Lynn to smell it to be like. Because the thing about the enthusiastic candle company, for at least for these candles, I don't know about everything else, but the whole point is that like, you know, of course it smells like fresh linens because Hercules Mulligan was a tailor, you yeah. know, things like that. Um, so I just like sort of shoved it in his face and I was like, does this smell like Hercules Mulligan? And this is how that went. So I want you to just tell me if you think it smells like what you thought Hercules Mulligan smells like. <laughs> we went to Trinity, somebody left him a thimble at his uh, grave. Oh, cool. that's straight Mulligan. Right? Yep. I said this to Thane, too, that, like, being at Trinity Church, you woke them all up. Mm. And the fact that we have been talking about these people since has energized. When you walk into that well, parameter... Well, they identified Angelica's grave, which was not the case when we wrote the show. Really? She was just one of the random graves, and now there's a marker for it. Whoa. 
And f- but and I knew she was very interested in church because of Chernow's biology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And Philip is probably somewhere like where the street is, or like I think he's in the tr- in the street. I think. Wow. Yeah. He's yeah. around. And then after that, like continuing that we forgot that we were recording a podcast. The video. It was a big deal when we recorded this. The video of the Irish Bat Dad. We made Lynn watch it in the middle of the break. And watch the video if you haven't yet. Oh yeah, I'll link it in this episode. It's so brilliant. Catch him, Debbie. No way that you're coming. Quick, he's so laid back about it. He's just oh, <laughs> God, Debbie. Oh. <laughs> Not even you stop talking in the door. Oh. What the fuck is that? She's the mother. Catch him, Debbie. Now he's hiding. You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> just. <laughs> still even more in this bathroom break is our freaking toilet was whistling for like a week and the super wouldn't come and fix it and then when he finally came and fixed it when I flushed it did it whistle no I don't know if you guys can hear this every time I talk about things that I think the listeners can hear they're always like no and Mike is telling me constantly to stop saying like maybe if you hear sound issues but let me just say we have had a whistling toilet for weeks i called the super he came this morning at 8 a.m he woke me up yeah he called he came here at 8 a.m flushed the toilet 18 times nothing didn't make the whistling noise (laughs) that's it wow that's it pitch perfect that was lynn doing of course pitch perfect Mm -hmm. um my impression of your toilet um okay so i want to talk to you about freestyling sure my brain i can't believe how loud that whistling is my brain it's not gonna show up i yeah, promise it won't yeah so i wanted to mention it because one it's just funny to hear lynn do an impression of our toilet whistling and two he mentions it in the freestyle right <laughs> so there's some context for that for the b-sides and because you and lynn both said that it wouldn't get picked up. But if you guys heard a faint whistling, you were not going crazy. It is in the episodes. I'm so sorry about it. But that's what happens when you live in a super old apartment apartment building in New York City. That's just it. But speaking of freestyle o'clock, I don't want to talk about me at all. It was horrible. I mean, it wasn't horrible. <laughs> I asked for you it. You want to try it again right now? Nope. I'll do it real slow. No, I really don't. I really don't. Don't make me do it. I'm going to edit this all out. Just give it just give us one rhyme and you can say that you did it. (laughs) All right. Okay, I think I think this next one. Okay. (laughs) So we're recording a B side. And all I want to do is run and hide because Mike has me doing these freestyles. And it's like, I haven't done one in a while. <laughs> Woo! Fresh. 
I really, I had nothing. And if you don't Next. know, now you know. <laughs> that was so slow, and I'm so hot and sweaty, and it's yep. finally like not at all planned. I just day. totally put her on the spot. You did, you am did I, it. Am I super red? <laughs> actually, sounded really good. Really? Of course. Oh, thanks. Okay, what I want to talk about, and what a lot of Patreon peeps have been talking about, and people on the Twitter and on the emails, your freaking beatboxing. You saved the day. I thank you for that. If I didn't have you, can you imagine what would happen? Talk to me about your beatboxing that people want to know. Uh, well, we talked about it beforehand, like in the days before the recording. We talked about like, you know, when, when we talk about freestyling, like what are we going to do? And I said, well, I can beatbox. And then I said, it would probably be cool if you learned how to beatbox. <laughs> I was and like, then, I know how to beatbox. Yeah. Shockwave taught me. And you said like, tell me what to do. And you were resistant to it, of course. And I actually texted you a phonetic breakdown of like the basic beat you could probably you could probably find it on your phone if you wanted to but it's just like a collection of consonants mm -hmm. that i thought would have provided a an interesting beat but it didn't happen i was the one that was beatboxing and i was happy to do it because i also don't know how to freestyle mm -hmm. so i was just happy to contribute and there's a moment where lynn said like oh i didn't know you were gonna stop and, mm -hmm. and then i picked it right back up i think the reason i i, I stopped was because we didn't want to feel like we were putting him on the spot. Like, 100%. Like we wanted to ask him about freestyling and go into an example if it came up, but we weren't going to try to coax him into performing for us any more than we would have asked Mandy to, you know, bust out a tune. Yeah. You know, like, that's not what they're here for, and that's that's not fair. Even though Lynn can do that with Mandy and Chris Jackson. Sing when you're home! <laughs> yeah. He's allowed. Yeah. He's allowed. So when he said, I didn't know you were going to stop, the reason I stopped was just because it was going so well, and I thought he was ready to, to fade into regular conversation. Sure. And I was just like, let's leave him wanting more. Like, mm -hmm. this is going too well. I'm not embarrassing myself. <laughs> we got some good stuff. Like, let's, Jillian's in a puddle on the an embarrassed puddle on the floor. Yeah, but then I just I just took the cue from him. Yeah, and I, I, it's shockwave. If you have a level two class, <laughs> I think I'm ready for level two. I I'm a little bit too. past boots cuts, but not that much. Yeah, and freestyle. I'm the free, freestyle beatboxing is sort of the same as freestyle. You can't necessarily. I mean, I'm sure you can, but it, it you can't really go into it knowing I'm going to make this sound at this time. You sort of have to follow who you're with, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, but I felt the same way with Shockwave. That's I didn't want to be. I didn't want Lynn or Shockwave to to think that I was sitting in front of them, being like, "I want to see you in your natural habitat, freestyle, mm. go." Yeah. I really did want to learn how to beatbox. I really did want to ask Lynn about like, what is it? I want to be in the mind of someone who's a really good freestyler. What is that like? Mm -hmm. I didn't know he was going to do that. I really thought he was just going to do like what JMI said and just explain like his process of it. And it really does mimic the the entire creative process. The way he talks about filtering out uh, non-rhyming words. He's mm -hmm. like, you're just putting a filter on yourself. That's, right. that's true if you're improvising with an instrument. You're, you're filtering out everything that doesn't make melodic sense. It, you're filtering out anything that doesn't work if you're writing a poem, if you're writing a play, if you're writing a movie. Right. That filter happens. It's it's just it just applies under a lot more pressure with a lot less time to figure out what you're going to say. And generally, if you're in a rap battle, it applies with a whole bunch of people waiting for you to fail. Yes. So that's even more pressure. Yeah. One thing I wanted to put in that episode that just didn't work audio wise was a video that a patreon peep rob johnston sent and it was a video he took of freestyle of supreme at sirius xm freestyling doing what freestyle of supreme does about broadway and it's mm -hmm. awesome so it's going to be under this episode but it's one of those things where there's so much going on utk is there jmi shockwave lynn and it's just um you kind of need to see it while you're listening to it because if you're listening to it it's sort of like 
and get a little lost. So I'm going to put that link. And thank you so much, Rob, for sending that over. I appreciate that Thanks, very Rob. much. Okay, there are three kind of big music-related things that happened in episode two that I wanted to tell you guys about. So the first one is Lynn talking about that doo-wop group, Fat Joe and the Boys. Yep. I was thinking about using if you guys go on soundcloud which i'm sure you have lynn's soundcloud is full of like really cool old demo tracks and cut heights tunes and whatever um it's kind of a treasure trove and the demo of story of tonight like 30 seconds of it is on there and it sounds really doo-oppy so i asked him can i use this and he said yeah use whatever you want from soundcloud so i was gonna use it in the episode but it didn't flow. It sort of like ruined the flow. And I was like, oh man, well maybe I'll just share it or I'll tell people to go to SoundCloud. And then by that point, the idea for the B-sides had come to be. So I was like, I'm just gonna play the SoundCloud clip on the B-sides. So here's a little context for that whole inspiration for a story of tonight. And then just go to Lynn's SoundCloud and listen to the awesomeness. I may not live to see our glory. I may not live to see our glory. I will gladly join the fight. I will join the fight. And when our children tell our story, when our children tell our story, they'll tell the story of tonight. The second thing involves your... Number two. <laughs> It involves your best friend, Alex Lackamore. <laughs> My best friend. Our, fu- our future uh, arranger for our, future. our barbershop Beastie Boys <laughs> yes. collaboration. Absolutely. So um, Lynn was talking about, there was a question about what was one of Lynn's favorite things that, that Lack did that, brought, that he brought to the table that Lynn was kind of like really, really psyched on. So Lynn explains that he loves the string section in nonstop. I love the strings and nonstop. That dun 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 dun. That was a piano riff that he split up among the strings. Um, that Can was you explain really what beautiful. that means? That lack- I mean that I played it as a piano riff. Okay. Like it was like a figure I played on piano, but then he split it up amongst the strings and makes it this four-part harmony thing that is like incredible. And that is what the great orchestrators do: is they, they sort of take your idea and then they take it from sixteen colors to sixty-four colors. explains he does that and so i'm listening to nonstop. and if you guys have the instrumental which you all should hopefully that's your homework assignment go listen to the instrumentals and have your mind blown but there are a lot of there's a lot of strings in nonstop. and so i was listening to the instrumental a zillion times paying a lot of attention to it which is awesome and learned a lot and fell in love with like random different parts of it but i couldn't find for some reason like it wasn't there i couldn't figure out what exactly he was talking about cuz it could have been a million different things so i wasn't going to bother lynn about it so what i decided to do was i isolated that little clip that i just played for you of lynn explaining what he sent to lack and i sent that 10 second clip to ian weinberger and i texted him and i was like i don't know what part of nonstop lynn is talking about am i missing something is my can i just not hear it and he replies i'm 99 percent sure he's not talking about nonstop." hold on hold on 
I'm like, where is he going? Ian texts Sir Kurt Crowley, Hamilton Broadway's musical director, and gets confirmation that no, Lynn is not talking about nonstop. He's talking about the dance break in Yorktown. So he was like, you can use nonstop if you want. But he misspoke. He means he means the Yorktown breakdown. First of all, hi, Kurt Crowley. You're welcome anytime. Second, thank you, Ian, for being awesome and indulging me. I mean, Ian could have been like, I don't know. <laughs> Thirdly, number three, <laughs> number three. Uh, get your facts straight, Lynn. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. What do you have a million things going on? Amateur hour. Ugh. But the good news is that I got to play nonstop because I love the strings in nonstop. And now I get to play the strings in Yorktown to show what he was actually talking about. So the third thing is something that I was wrong about, and it's that whole like sort of unresolved, maybe a little clunky section of episode two about the Meet Me Inside video game music. I was totally wrong. Well, you weren't wrong about it. You were just asking. I know you love video games. I love video games. I grew mm. up in that whole scene, like 80s video games. I think that there's Super Mario 2 music in Meet Me Inside. Is there? Do I have to play it for you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're doing this because I got to tell you, Super Mario Two was not one of my games. I mean, the I'm Princess a big, fly in Super Mario. I'm a two. big Mario Three, and you know, I'm as fan of throwing vegetables as much as the next guy. Well, see, but, yeah, Super Mario Two was not like no, it was like it was, like, it was a different video to, like, game that was adapted. Oh yeah, that was not like a normal. But yeah. can I have my phone? Is my phone yeah. somewhere? Well, maybe you won't know it if you didn't like Super Mario Two. I mean, I you played might... it. I definitely remember seeing Sleeping Mario at the end. Video game spoilers. But I think it's. Well, but the thing is, it might be a part in Super Mario 2 where the guy, what I meant was it had nothing to do with Birdo and the throwing eggs and the throwing of vegetables. I think it either might be this where in Super Mario 2 where you're trying to get the key from the mask guy. It might be the flying airship music in Super Mario 3. I mean, it was unresolved, as you said. We sort of never went back to it because then Lynn starts playing the meet, his Meet Me Inside demo on his phone, and then we go into the Right Hand Man Meet Me Inside thing, and it was sort of unresolved. And I could have, I don't, I didn't know how to handle it. Like, if I put in the wrong music that I was talking about in the episode back to back, it would be obvious that I was wrong. Right. You, so you it had to have this little bit of commentary about it yeah. to clear it up. Mm. 
It was fun in the moment, though. It was yeah. fun reminiscing about old video games for sure. for a little bit. Now, 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 here's a little story I've got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. Hashtag Barbershop Beastie Boys. Oh, my God. Lack. <laughs> Get on it. It started way back in history <laughs> with Ad Rock, MCA. And Mike D. Mike D. Mike D. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, we might have to not have a B-side of a B-side, but have like B-sides part one and two. We haven't even gotten to the Patreon peeps questions and we still have all of episode three. And there's like stuff from episode three. Good problems to have. I know. All right. Well, maybe we should wrap this up because I don't have a lot of time to edit this. Maybe I should split it into two do it all right you guys stay tuned for next week for details about episode three questions from the patreon peeps and tell them your social media real quick before we go at mp smith nyc that is uh twitter and instagram hispanicfederation.org slash donate let's keep up the good work and yeah that's it for now stay tuned next week guys had no idea this was going to be a two-parter i'm g.pen i am m.smith Jillian, Jillian, and Mikey. So you get two. I was going to say, wait. You get two names. Oh, man. I don't know how I feel about that. Because you do all the work. Ooh. (laughs) All right. All right. I'll take it. B-sides of the B-sides. We rolling on that? Yeah. Yes. the podcast go to patreon.com slash the hamilcast you can get access to the closed facebook group where you can submit questions for upcoming guests get behind the scenes access live ama videos and other cool rewards my gratitude for the patreon peeps is through the roof and always will be the hamilcast.com is the home of all your podcast needs including episodes guest bios and my hamil reference heavy and extensive notes on the churnout chapters that i insist on calling chirpters sorry about that You can listen to episodes anywhere you get your podcasts, but I'm just saying if you really loved it, you would subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you're looking for the podcast on social media, it couldn't be easier. At the Hamilcast on all the things. I'm at Jillian with a G on all social media, and you can check out The Residuals, my web series with Mike, you know Mike, at theresiduals.tv, and my true crime podcast with Patrick Hines of Theater People at truecrimeobsessed.com. Thank you again for listening to The Hamilcast. I'll talk to you in five seconds on Twitter. (laughs) 